Taste of Bad Mary for that too sweet playing. Welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, Chapter 3, HQ for all things comic book related. I am John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. That, of course, makes me your COO, the only podcaster in all the multiverse, to not make any money doing it. My dear brother, happy comic book day. Ooh, Charlie boy, happy comic book day to you, sir, and to the multitudes watching and listening. If you dig the episode at any point or you were just into that comic book content, feel free to drop a like, follow, or comment. We accept all forms of tribute. Charlie, what's the haps? Nothing much. I do want to remind everyone that we are live right now on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitch. So please interact. Let us know what you're thinking in real time, and we will shout you out. And you might even win a prize. You won't, but you might. Charlie, that's just how that works. Off lying, like literally every one of his romantic endeavors. Good for you, bro. 100% consistency. Well, well, I need to do something because I'm going to ask you a very simple question. All right. And that's how, how you doing today? Uh, how you today, feeling? Today, specifically? Yeah. You know what? It's been a day. It's been a full day. Fair enough. Now, me, if I if I had a brother who loved me like I love you, who's like, Charlie, how you doing? I'd have a very simple answer. And that answer is bad. I'm doing bad because there is a war on culture there is a war on art and my dear brother dare i say that the bad guys are fucking winning last season on u.s comics cast available on itunes and wherever you find podcasts we had an episode where you discussed how much you loved none other than mouse uh, a, a an important story told brilliantly in the form of four color graphic glory and a school district has decided well there's some cuss words and some mouse boobs so we are going to ban mouse in our school district and the world did what the world did and it just kept spinning now before i get your Tennessee, initial feelings Tennessee. on this <laughs> Before I get your your initial feelings on this and some more details, the fact that the the art community has risen up, thousands of books being donated to that area, those are all good things. And they deserve the spotlight. But I just want to take a second to talk about this absolute travesty happening right now and i know how much that book means to you so when you heard about this i want to know what your initial reaction was and i and i want to know just generally what you think about this idea of of banning a pulitzer prize winning uh phenom that is mouse yeah i mean to be to be totally frank with you this was one of those situations where when the news hit me about this tennessee school board banning mouse banning it from its curriculum um it's very rare in 2022 that john rivera at 45 years of age has the capacity to really be surprised anymore i mean we're living in a world all jokes aside and and you know I, we like to keep it light 
Uh, or at least like our version of that. Cause... Give us 10 minutes. All we're asking is for 10 minutes at the start of the episode to feel all the feelings. Well, well, I'm Full saying, spectrum. Like, you know, we, we can take mo- almost any con- uh, any topic, any bit of content, and like really wring the bejesus out of it to the point where you're like, gee, I, it was a He-Man cartoon. Why don't you guys take it easy, uncross your nipples, and enjoy <laughs> life a little bit? And we're like, oh, but the sword was shaped wrong. So I'm very well aware of uh, my brother and my uh, tendency to sometimes make a mountain out of a molehill. But I don't. I, I know for a fact that it was not this situation. I was aghast when I heard this news. I couldn't believe it. And then, much like Lilu sitting down in front of that futuristic Commodore 64 at like some form of futuristic uh, uh, monk's house, all of a sudden my mind started racing through all of the recent Nazi tendencies. Thank goodness that Indiana Jones' professor... Henry Dam Jones Jr. is not a real person because he would have so much Nazi punching to do on a daily basis when I heard that Mouse was removed from that curriculum. I was at the same time shocked, but so I was shocked and shell-shocked because of everything that, that we've been going through within this last, I don't know, uh, 48 months, let, let's just say. Uh, uh, to be to be generous about it, I was shocked and like at the same time not the least surprised. I am though a hundred percent disgusted. Now, now the now this is this is layered. And in a second, yeah. John, I'll give you a moment to give like the the penny version because sure. I would love a thirty second explanation of exactly <laughs> what mouse is. Before yeah. you throw that out there though, this this notion that 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 everything is subject to review for our innocent children i totally understand i understand that that on the the broadest strokes right there are simple rules that we want to protect the children from Mm. the problem i surmise is that the nuance is completely gone in these early days of 2022 we have allowed things to spiral so fucking out of control as a society that we now have thrown away nuance this is and again i'm gonna give you the platform right now hit everybody with like a 30 second what is what is mouse just to catch everyone up your your reaction is your reaction i mean i i i agree to a large extent um your uh, your take on it uh, i i think that definitely there is there has been a loss of subtlety and nuance in terms of the understanding people very much uh, some people very much look at things on a one for one uh, uh basis like their perspective is i don't know if it's been skewed because of everything that's been going on in the world or if it has always been that uh, um, that linear and is only just now being really, you know, uh, being be, having the light shown on it. I that I don't know, but yeah, I mean, what was your reaction? I mean, the the I I genuinely couldn't believe it. 
Oh, you I, it was one of those things that, that I, surprises me because you are I would classify as a pessimist. But and and I think of that's the why human it, spirit. It, yes, I think that's why it like legitimately, it legitimately hurt. It legitimately hurt me because I think I think I just held, especially since we had that conversation relatively recently, it was yeah. a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. That it reminded me, so I like I freshly reread it. So your was, your your initial reaction, like I gotta check on John. Look, man, I I appreciate that shit, dude. Good for you. You know, it, but but it 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 more than that though. It feels like sacred text. It, it feels like a it feels like a thing that should be used as a legitimate teaching instrument more than just being available more than just being encouraged more than the fact that it is it is one of the books that legitimize comic books we can approach this in 50 fucking different ways I, I and it's would 50 argue, different tragedies i would argue that it is the book that legitimized comic books so so just really quickly for for again anybody Please. who's unaware which i realize look this story has really has really uh, captured the the popular attention which i can appreciate so cousin paul is here cousin paul threw out there uh right away that he hadn't read it but that he's gonna run out and buy it and then read the bejesus out of it i'm paraphrasing um uh, you know, Ellis is here, and Ellis got some jokes. I don't know, Ellis. I'm sure this is on one of your full bookcases. Um, you know what's crazy is he's saying in the comment section he's he hasn't heard of Mouse. Oh wow! Which that he hasn't which, heard of it. Surprising. If nothing else good comes out of it. Well, Ellis, you can feel free and and borrow my copy. Also, some good news is that a uh, almost immediately upon the news of Mouse being put on the in essence, uh, the band list, like Nazis like to do, uh, ironically, um, there was a, a, a crowdfunding campaign to put as many copies into as many little hands as humanly possible. And that uh, campaign has, the, their goal has been crushed. So Ellis, you know, if we find the right website, we can maybe get you a free copy uh, in the mail, maybe one for Paul as well. Um, so so yeah you know even the even the 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 next generation knows what's up that sometimes out of terrible nonsense garbage news something good can come from it i would say this i was really surprised when i start when some of the statistics started coming out because like anyone who knows the book again this is the quick 30 second uh, uh, as Charlie referred to it, the nickel version of it, um, the gentleman Art Spiegelman, the artist and writer, he put this book together again. It's technically it's it's two, uh, it's two editions that were that were put together. So you can find several different versions out there, and it is burning up the charts right now. It's back on the bestseller list where it belongs. Again, a Pulitzer Prize-winning comic book. So just and the historical aspect of it, regardless of the subject matter. Between, between books like Mouse, between books like Watchmen, between books like Dark Knight Rises, like these are the books that elevated the art form to true legitimacy, uh, legitimacy rather, within the literary world. They were like, oh, comic books are not just disposable 
uh, pseudo literature intended exclusively for children oh there can really be something of substance in them cool 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 and now all of a sudden you started seeing again this book won the pulitzer prize so that that should resonate with certain people but also as well as again the artist and writer art spiegelman he didn't just pluck this out of thin air this content that appears within the pages which certain people in tennessee find so objectionable this is a work of non-fiction it just happens to depict those uh, parties as mice and as cats in some cases as dogs or pigs much like certain famous uh very very well-renowned books like animal farm which you know i'm sure everybody is familiar with so just because they took certain liberties i mean picasso took fucking liberties that doesn't mean mean that he didn't paint masterpieces the the his his subjects didn't really have a square eye two feet apart one above one below sometimes but not always uh, so, so again, this is a, a piece of nonfiction. He interviewed his family members who legitimately went through the Holocaust. So what, what you're reading here and what's depicted in these pages, I'm not sure what, what the camera's going to uh, pick up and whatnot. Charlie, you mentioned it yourself. Oh, there's certain language that people felt, certain people in Tennessee felt would be objectionable to children. There's like nudity. What? Who's nude? The mouse. Yes, it's a mouse. What are you talking yeah. about? Mickey and, and Mouse also, walks around with just shorts. Donald Duck doesn't wear pants. Yeah. What are you talking about? You are well, missing the entire point, and, Tennessee. And and this is this is the 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 anchor of my of my fury. And I'm desperately trying to not be a cartoon myself right now, hmm. because the easy road is to pop a lid. And luckily, I've had a little time to digest this. But mm -hmm. McMinn County, the school board, the mouse was being used for the kind of anchor of the eighth grade curriculum. So board members brought up mouse as having some objectionable aspects to it. Hmm. Well, ass fucking hole. The Holocaust was a bad fucking thing. It, it took, it's a goddamn moment in time that's a huge almost incalculable tragedy that's hard for me as a 36 year old man to fully wrap my head around it but i want to i want to know what Charlie, what happened in this to, fucking world to that point and and again this is your school board isn't isn't saying taking it out of your hands children are, are having this book taken out of their hands you can, I mean, I'm sure you have a copy on your shelves or one that's easily accessible to you. Certainly you can jump in the car and, and borrow mine. Um, the point, though, is not lost because your generation, no offense intended, this is what was shocking to me when this news came down. All of us who are in the know about the material know that it's a brilliant piece of writing, period. That, again, it's non-fiction. That it was put into this format, it was cartooned in essence, or it was comic booked, to make it more palatable. Because there are certain movies like Schindler's List, knowing how what a masterpiece Schindler's Brutal. List is, I don't ever need to watch it again. I don't need to necessarily put myself through that trauma of watching it.
because it takes some shit out of you. That's the reason why Mouse was done the way the way Mouse was, so that it can be more palatable to certain eyes that normally would not have this material put in front of them. But the fact is, this material has to be put in front of them. And I'm going to tell you why, Charlie. So, uh, your millennial generation, and again, this is not. I'm not taking. I'm not taking shots at anybody. This is just statistics. Um, a survey Shoot. that was done by NBC News, a nationwide survey, literally every state was uh, represented, showed that 63% of millennials and Generation Zers, whatever the hell they're called, 63% of them did not know that six million Jews were murdered in the Holocaust. Some of them, and obviously, again, this is not all, some of them were not even familiar with the term Holocaust. And there's a very famous quote, and I, uh, God forgive me, I don't know uh, whom to attribute it to, but uh, it certainly are not, they're not my words, but they ring very true. And it is something to the effect of, and I'm paraphrasing, so forgive me twice. To forget that the Holocaust happened is like killing those people twice. And that should fucking resonate. That's important stuff. So we sit here and we talk about four color funny books on a constant basis. I'm like, haha, we have a good time, right? This is maybe some of the mo one of the most cartoonish styles of art out of any of the of the of the comics in my collection but it is without a question the most important i cannot say these words enough this book is non-fiction so in particular those aspects which the school board found so objectionable all oh, the nudity all oh, the language yo that shit really happened this is not something that's crafted out of thin air. This is not taking umbrage with a uh, Kang in a stomach or, or fucking uh, uh, the Rugrats being rude to each other or, you know, uh, 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 um, uh, you know, uh, sexuality or profanity that are used in like certain third person, uh, uh, third level publishers. This is real fucking life. It's just it's it's produced in a way that makes it presentable to that audience you have to educate that audience to this information you have to do it and here's here's the lunacy and i wrote down this specific quote because again thank heavens i had time to process this otherwise i would just be screaming <laughs> tony allman who uh, you first of all i think you're a douchebag before i even read your quote me this oh, is his tony this allman. is no no, no stupid tony this is quote we don't need to enable or somewhat promote this stuff. It shows people hanging. Promote this stuff. It shows them killing kids. Why does the educational system promote this kind of stuff? It's not wise or healthy. It fucking happened, though! So, so here is the prime example of someone who is speaking on a subject. This, this clown clearly did not read the source material that reeks to me of someone who's taking snippets who's taking curated bits and pieces of a work of art 
and then uh, um, soapboxing, uh, soapboxing an opinion in order to pander to a constituency. That is some bullshit because there's zero, Charlie, there is zero way that anyone who reads this material, who reads it with a, with an open heart and an open mind and a blank slate uh, um, opinion of it, would ever walk away thinking that this material is anything but a miracle. We're so lucky to have this material in this format because let me tell you something. Anybody on that school board or anybody listening here who might not be familiar with the material or who is not familiar with the 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 world, maybe the world's greatest tragedy of the fucking Holocaust is that if we didn't have this information and this type of material, the the alternative will make you weep for fucking days. Like it or is the inconceivable reality that really really fucking happened but but ultimately my my fear is that what they want is it to just not be talked about that's that's another underlying problem because that, if yeah, it that's, if that's it's really if different. you can avoid uncomfortable fucking conversations yeah. that's where we're at and going back to my other point i'll try to make it super brief it, man. and it. i apologize this is, this is important stuff but but this fucking notion of everything in every way in every direction has to be handled with not only kid gloves but like you're walking on eggshells there can't be intelligent discourse anymore there can't be arguments that don't turn into name calling and i'm i just fucking called We're, stupid tony a fucking there's, asshole yeah there's and no I argument to be had about the subject matter it, it's, none it's, to it's, be had. i i just don't understand how and i do suspect and and we don't have to dive into it but I, just because i feel like i have to say it i do suspect some of this is directly associated to how very in cancel culture is right now and i'm not saying that there aren't certain fucking people that need to be knocked down but just today john yeah there was a, a person who there's video of like 20 years ago talking about different conspiracy theories but this fucking person believed that the holocaust didn't happen well, and the, the, there, the there answer those, to it those brain dead people out there they, but they're, the they're answer to it john yeah. but the answer to it went straight to like this dude and and in this particular case i think the best possible thing happened this person was supposed to be premiering on television tonight they they said well we're not putting it on tv we just learned about this abhorrent fucking comment made on video oh, so we're going to investigate but the thing i was surprised by was it didn't go straight to just firing the person because 98 percent of everything i've read in the last five years has been like oh someone's been accused of possibly maybe doing something there's no fucking room to grow. There's no room to educate. Yeah. And what happens is we're getting towards this direction of hide everything nasty. Hide everything that could be yeah. objectionable. And it's going to take shit like Mouse down with it unless goofy fucking podcasts like us and anyone with any sort of fucking... Uh, ability to speak out needs to go hey this is fucking insane and yeah. needs to say when when friends like paul is our friend ellis is our friend 
they're two people. I need them to fucking read it. Because one, it's a masterpiece. Two, it's an important fucking read. Three, I want them on this conversation because I need them to, to read it and be like, you fucking, are you, are you kidding me? Like, the thing they're objection, like the things that they're objecting to, are the lowest end curses of all fucking time. Yeah, it's it's insane. Well, it's, look, it's the, the bottom line here. Insane. So, so Paul Ellis, uh, Sergeant Finesse is here with us as well. Um, look, we're talking about adults in this capacity, but what I'm talking about is like the the younger generation also needs. They must be exposed to that. So, what I was referring to prior, just to bring it back is that um uh is that they they put this uh they, they put this crowdfunding out there that they wanted to get free copies uh to send out to anyone who wanted them since that it was now taken out of their hands their original goal was twenty thousand dollars they raised eighty thousand dollars so there are going to be plenty of comics uh, uh copies i should say uh you know out there right now and available which is only right but just as a frame of reference, um, you know, like I said, I, I put the number out there earlier. Six million Jewish people were murdered in the Holocaust. Factual, right? Um, but six million is like a... To say six million people or six million anything, it's all subjective. You're like, what is six million as opposed to six thousand? You can't visualize that type of shit. So six million people, you know what that would be, Charlie? That would be the population of Manhattan Island, all of Queens, and Brooklyn, dead. Just imagine that. The entire population of Manhattan, Brooklyn, and Queens being dead. That would be like the entire state of Missouri. Every single person in the state of Missouri dying at the hands of a government-funded fucking mandate. So these are the realities and the way that these things were done. These are tragic, tragic things. And, and ultimately, at the end of the day, the reason why it's so important that you teach people, whether they're young or old or anywhere in the middle, that these things happened and what the ramifications were is not just to ruin their day. So anyone who's sitting on that school board is like, well, why are we promoting this? Why are we... Uh, putting ugly things out there in the world. Well, I'll tell you why, Simpleton. The reason why you have to put it out there at a particular age, and again, these were eighth graders that were the sub, uh, that were the uh, uh, victims of this theft uh, from them. Uh, the reason why you have to do that is so that it never happens again. You can't undo these tragedies that happened in the past, right? But like you said, Charlie. You can't not talk about them or worse, pretend that they didn't happen because you don't want to ruffle any freaking feathers, right? So you have to, you have to talk about them. And if putting it in a, a forum like this, in a graphic novel form, makes it more palatable, makes it easier for them to comprehend, also shows them the difference that, and I mean, again, we're running a little bit over, but um, this is not something that has to do with the right or left, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, ideals. No, that's not the case at all. Whoopi Goldberg, who I don't think anybody would argue the fact that, okay, she is a voice of the left. Whoopi Goldberg just said some really ignorant shit that got her suspended for two weeks. 
she she on her show said something along the lines of like well the holocaust holocaust wasn't about race it was about people doing whatever to people and they're like yo what are you what are you talking about like does someone of your education of your uh liberal uh like liberal mindset like not really fucking understand that so so again this is something it's not a right or left issue whatsoever it's not a political fucking thing it's factual it's factual it the numbers are what the numbers are and and um you know everybody who who's even listened to a minute of this show fucking knows that uh you know i'm a a, a huge stephen king fan i'm like a big mark i'll I'll read whatever the fuck he puts out there, and uh, including his awesome Twitter account. Yeah, you're not kidding. So uh, that all being said, this is straight from Stephen King. This is actually something not specifically about the mouse situation, but uh, certainly very appropriate. And then I'll leave it to you, Charlie, to wrap it up. Censorship and the suppression of reading materials are rarely about family values, and almost always about control, about who is snapping the whip. Who is saying no and who is saying go? Censorship's bottom bottom line is this. If the novel Christine offends me, I don't want to just make sure it's kept from my kid. I want to make sure it's kept from your kid as well. And all the kids. This bit of intellectual arrogance, undemocratic and as old as time, is best expressed this way. If it's bad for me and my family, it's bad for everyone's family. And that is the crux of the issue. So look, if you don't want your kids exposed to X, Y, and Z, then don't expose them to it. But it is not your privilege to dictate what everyone else is exposed to, especially when you have people who are more educated, who are deeper thinkers and more realistic, who don't want to be limited by your small world mindset. Look. Tend your own garden. Do what you got to do. Nobody here certainly is going to say, I'm going to tell you what to do in your house. But God damn it, you're not going to tell me what to do in my, in my house or on my bookshelves either. Mouse is very, very important. I encourage anyone who hasn't read it, read it. I encourage anyone with kids for whom it's age appropriate. Because again, it's not something you're going to put you know, in, a, in, a, in a little kid's hands. But you know your kids. And if you know your kids are capable of, if your kid is able to run around playing Fortnite and shooting people, then you know what? Your kid's ready for mouse because, you know, shit has ramifications. And just the last thing about it, and then I really will let you wrap it up. The reason why the analogy is uh, so important and so pertinent in this book is, I'm sorry, Whoopi, is because it is about race. Okay. Jewish people were killed like they didn't matter because the people who were doing the killing thought that this group is less than. That race is less than my race. So I'm, I have carte blanche to do whatever the fuck I want to do, which is the reason why the depictions in this book are what they are. The reason why the Jewish people are, are, um, are shown as mice and the Nazis are shown as cats. And the, the Americans are shown as dogs and so on and so forth. It's to make it make sense. I talk in analogies all the time. And for that, I apologize. I'll never apologize for the analogies in this book. This is a very, very important book. 
and and again, I appreciate everyone for for sticking with us. Again, a heavier topic, but an important one. Like my brother said, if you haven't read Mouse, get yourself a copy, read it. If you have read Mouse, read it again. There, there's something extra poignant about yeah. it right now. Um, it's sad and, and beautiful. And the the one thing I I I ask of you, and I and I charge all of you with, is when you see something that feels and sounds wrong speak up because this is a case where ultimately i I suspect the good guys are going to win back on on top of the charts lots of copies in new people's hands but the next battle might be a loss yeah we got two brand new copies right here exactly right it's it's again we're gonna lay off the heavy shit if you genuinely don't get it and claim that you're trying to you're a liar you're a liar. I, I would make a George Lucas joke here. Mm-hmm. And I'm fucking gonna. Nice. If you think all those animals were designed intelligently with deep backstories. Oh, oh, George Lucas had this whole shit planned out. For, liar. Just like these fucking Tennessee board member assholes claiming that they can satisfy their spouses. Because they can't. If they did read it, they read it wrong. And if your if your wife or husband said no no I finished they don't mean it, board member piece of shit. Put him up. Do you know how I know Lucas a liar? Cause hot fucking shot first. Nice. Cheers. Salute. Shot first. God, can I make it a double? Oh, John. All right. Make me happy. Dude, enough. What are we of talking this about this week? Name. I can't help but sh- I have to shout out something though. Episode four last week. I may have accused you of being the world's most fashionable RoboCop. I can't help but notice you're still wearing RoboCop colors, man. Do you got something to tell me? Look, Are you owned by OCP? Even RoboCop knows that Space Girl is the jammy jam. Fact. OCP may or may not be sponsoring the program, but that's really between me and my accountant. Um... Look, uh, Art Spiegelman said it best when he said comics are the gateway drug to literacy. And a book is a book is a book. And that includes comic books. And sometimes, Charlie, yes, it takes a comic book to save a franchise. And I don't know in this case. Holy shit. (laughs) I don't know if you are indeed caught up. I am. But uh, are you nice? Good, good, good. I mean, I told you what we were talking about, so I'm glad to hear that you did your homework. (laughs) I was Um, three behind before you told me. Superman 78, which is legitimately the sequel to the Donner films, Superman 1 and Superman 2. This series, this comic book series, this beautiful comic book series and when i say that it's beautiful i mean it in terms of both the aesthetic and the writing it is beautiful it will fill your heart up the way that the grinch's heart blew out its borders in the tail end of that damn flick it is so filled with joy, joy feelings. And I'm not talking about member berries. And I'm not talking about fan service. I am talking about righting the wrong. 
that has been done to my big blue Boy Scout. Charlie, what were you going to say real quick? Uh, yeah, the, the, I, it's, if it is going to be charged with like fan service or member berries, this is the perfect formula for that shit. Well, this bot. I would argue no, that, that it certainly is not, because what this really is ultimately, well, let's be frank. Just a, a love letter. I, I mean, they, they, they didn't give these comics out for free. Uh, so it was. They're like, oh, Batman a, uh, 66 made money? What's the next year something significant happened for DC that wasn't just 78? We could do 78. Or, or alternatively, Charlie, my pessimistic motherfucking brother, or the good folks at DC put their collective ears to the rail and said, hmm, what is it that the people really want? Red for underpants. Once, at least. Red underpants. Let's Red underpants. what they asking for. So the folks at DC and Jockey Shorts, they put their heads together and said, let's throw the underpants back on the outside. And again, they in essence gave us, truly, they gave us Superman 3 in the Donner, uh, that, that would have been the Donner trilogy. They worked off of notes from the original plans. Obviously, again, just like anything else, certain revisions need to be applied. Certain redirects needed to be applied. Um, but goddamn, if they did not freaking do it. And ultimately, and this is something that I speak about when we talk about comic book runs, comic book movies. Um, a story, the best stories, I should say, have a last sentence. So yeah. again, we talked about Stephen King before. I'm gonna bring him up again because he is—he is the way he wears the crown for a reason. Um, but it's like a gothic crown. Oh yeah, it's all no, fucking it's got creepy. skulls and teeth on it and shit, like the little baby arms. Um, but, but Noah, it was not one scene. Does not a movie make? Okay. Freaking duel of the fates. I'm looking at you. For those of you that are just listening to the audio version, Ellis is once again defending Superman 3, which is about 40% of Ellis's personality <laughs> is defending movies that make my brother sad. So, um, my point is this. Stephen King a lot of times gets shit like, ah, Stephen King's great, but he has bad endings. Uh, let me go ahead and translate that. These are sad people that the Stephen King goodness that they have in front of them ends it all. I'm like, so right away, you're like, okay, he's written like mm, a thousand fucking books, short stories, treatments, what have you. What's your favorite Stephen King ending? No, but they want to tell you like, well, I really hated this one and that one. No, no, no. What's your favorite? I don't want to hear about your yuck. Tell me your yum. Because Stephen King is so great at giving us the best fucking shit that we have had naturally we got a little do in our eye when it ends but the best material is the best material because ultimately it does end so having this punctuation mark on the donna trilogy in comic book uh in, in comic book style which is how it was intended by those two jewish teenagers that invented the damn character um was just a, a thing of poetic freaking beauty the short version the little dollar store elevator pitch uh this is superman versus brainiac 
So he's already done what he's had to do against the Kryptonians that were put into the album uh, prison by his dad, Jor-El. He's already done his running around. This is not a Superman who's like, mm, golly gee, hold me in the rain. I don't know who I am. Let me get in the tub with a redhead in Lois Lane. No, this is actually <laughs> I mean, real Superman. Underwear I mean, the on the outside. Is... Shut your mouth. Bad this is, pretty cool. is Superman. Okay, this is Superman who knows what he's doing. And no, Paul, this is not Quest for Peace. God, God knows I love Christopher Reeve. And he very much wrote a ton of Quest for Peace. But he had to do it with like a $75 budget. So that movie sucked ass. They're like, sorry. just reuse all the old footage this, and make a new movie. They were like, uh, you can have whatever cash I have in my pocket. Like, they basically did Chris Reeve like fucking Paulie did. When he was like, eh, now I gotta cut you off. And he just handed him, like, he's got sausage cooking up on the stove. He's like, eh, now, now you're dead to me. That's how they did Chris Reeve. Anyways, like I was saying, this series wraps up the trilogy the way it should have been. The way it was meant to be wrapped up. It's Superman versus the largest fucking threat. So it's Superman versus Brainiac. You have the bottled city of Kandor. You've got his actual parents that he can fucking uh, jaw with a little bit. I, so, I like, got emotional. This is, this is the new normal, baby. Kryptonian style. This is the... Now, even... The worst part about this all... <laughs> Your giddiness is intoxicating right the, now, by the way. The worst way. part about it is that they'll never make this into a proper movie. And I mean... Rumor has that a certain technology abounds now where we maybe could because Chris Reeve can uh, throw the cape on again if we really, really wanted to do it. But um, I was so happy, so grateful to have this as the culmination to what I think is now the best superhero trilogy out there. I would put it, it, it is... Superman 1, 2, and this comic book series as Superman 3 as the best superhero trilogy bar none so read it well read it if you haven't read it uh, on my way to uh to the studio did you i'm putting this up i, I had to ellis, uh yes. ellis is my spirit animal that's what's great about it <laughs> ellis, um, keep it up man the uh the for those of you curious uh drunk superman is my spirit animal was Ellis's comment? Charlie, and they I didn't fully... need to read his comment to know that drunk I... Superman was Ellis's spirit animal. They they fuck they knew the shit from like a, they just they the read essence. his vlog. Um, they read so his I MySpace. wound up I wound up dropping the six issues off at my friend's house because I I told them like I had just finished reading it this morning, and the the challenge I gave to him is the challenge I'm going to give to you fine people. One, pick it up. It's only six issues. Um, again, they're 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 still relatively hot off uh, the the presses. Get it digitally. Don't don't you don't. Yeah, don't it's, worry about it's, it. it's gonna Get be it less digitally. than twenty Wait bucks for the digitally. collected copy. It'll look really nice in your bookshelf. Trust me. But the challenge I send out to all of you is try to not read. <laughs> try to not read that you muted yourself. Try not to um, read it with the actors' voices. Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor winds up on my four color funny page, and I'm doing an impersonation in my brain. Badly. Of like over the top. Oh my Charlie's God, it was so bad. Gene Hackman makes South Park's Gene Hackman sound like Gene Hackman. Yeah, it's 100%. Also, as well as when I tell you. Mrs. Tech Walker! 
the greatest prop does a cameo in the comic. It's it's a prop from the the bad cut of Superman two, and it is goddamn awesome. Bray uh, Brainiac finally coming to life oh, this in a Superman it's a film. Place. <laughs> Brainiac finally being brought into a, a cinematic world to fight Proper Superman. Finally, Brainiac. not oh! sexy fucking Fabio Brainiac bullshit. Get out of here. Although he has a cameo too. Sexy Brainiac is seen before he fucking says, "Hey, body, get the fuck out of here. I want Robo legs like John because Robocop." Um, I, 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 this is absolutely one of my favorite comic book miniseries of all time um i i tried to like think in my head we we have to work on terminal comic books the comic book industry needs to like (laughs) they need to normalize a lot of what they're like ah so this is gonna be and and this will also prevent like them having to number ones every like two fucking months like what what just happened so this ended at 74 that doesn't make any fucking bit of sense Goddamn reboots. Um, the the everything about this comic I love. Not not a single issue was lackluster. My only complaint: we got six issues. I would have loved the seventh. Like it's it's literally <sighs> it's literally. Well, no, I have a very specific. It was some, perfect as it was, man. It was sometimes. It was you gotta a 10 out put of 10. the Christmas decorations away, bro. No! Everything good has to end. No! Otherwise, what's special about it, brother? How we, goddamn I, actually, happy Charlie, I am. Charlie and I had a really interesting uh, Don't text lie to exchange. the people. I mean, interesting to like to me, not to Charlie, because <laughs> I asked him a question. He's like, yeah, fuck off. I'm going to watch some turtle bullshit. So, uh, uh, Charlie, uh, we recently here in the, in the New York uh, tri-state area... We got a pretty decent snowfall, like more than we had gotten certainly this year up to this point. Couple feet. And Charlie, maybe upon the second flake, was like, first flake, he's like, oh, how beautiful. Oh, the solemn uh, solemn night. I love it. The second flake, he's like, I fucking hate snow, motherfucker. My life is the goddamn worst. And I'm it's like, true. look, Those man, are quotes. There's only, there's only one good thing about winter, bro. And Charlie's like, Fuck off! I'm cold and wet. Charlie's like, man, I got a hair drying in my boots. Like he started it's true. twisting his oh. mustache like he was in the wacky races. But had he bothered to respond to my text, <laughs> I would have responded to him. Yeah, because winter ends and spring comes. And what spring wouldn't mean shit if we didn't have fucking winter to remind us. I, I hate this logic. Well, of course you do, because you are a negative bastard. That's why. You're making me sit through dog shit to eventually get an amazing comic book? Fuck off. Charlie, I I realize that you put me up on a pedestal sometimes in your mind. I didn't invent winter. All right? I I believe you did. Winter exists. Well, how come you keep entering rooms? How come you kick in rooms and you say, everyone, chill? That's you. Because I... I'm the first one to tell you that that was the best installment of the Batman franchise, as we all know to be true. But I do want to ask you John's this question, Mr. Wide Christmas. John's Mr. Snow. Damn fucking straight. So let me ask you this, Charlie. So, again, just to rear us back onto the road of yes. Um 
considering what the Superman seventy eight series did for the super for the Chris Reeve Superman movies, again we're not we're ignoring three four five, we're ignoring Superman Returns, we're ignoring the boo hoo, version that we've gotten Snyder verse start stop black and white what the fuck ever I got a headache already just talking about it. Has there been a series out there for you that has been salvaged by the Four Color Funny Books or picked up and continued by Four Color Funny Books or even more so, one that you're sitting there desperately waiting like a good little boy for it to happen? Like this is a format, this is an art form that's got continuation possibilities for days. So I mean, was something already done for you? Are you waiting for something? Is something in the middle of happening? Uh, please regale us. One of my absolute, absolute favorite uh, comic books ever came on the heels of some of the goofiest shit to ever exist. And I know you hate it, and I know you've up till now refused to read it, but I desperately need you to read the Power Ranger comic books. They are fucking rad, dude. They are so good. You should have seen it coming. You should have seen it because I'm not one of these psychopaths. There's two things you never see coming. The Spanish Inquisition and Charlie dropping the Power Rangers just on you. You fucking, don't see it coming. I'm just saying, like, I might. You, I know you're the prop guy, but John, look at me. Look at me. I don't want to look you're at the, your Power you're Ranger the prop guy. salt and pepper but shakers. But just what is amazing about you know let me so so let me ask you this let me go ahead and help you out and uh hopefully salvage viewership and listenership so the com the 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 power ranger comics of which you are referring they would have picked up after the hundred thousandth season of what season like which version are we talking about that was miraculously salvaged by the comic. Well, well, that's the the thing about Power Rangers is that goofy as kids show, which mm. I fully acknowledge is goofy as fuck and a kid show, kept like having false endings. So the Zordon era, us really cool kids call it, uh, takes uh, Power Rangers, Zero, Turbo, all the way to In Space, where fucking Zordon, spoiler alert for a show that's super old, gets his ass fucking murked. Um, by a Red Ranger on purpose. Um, so what the comic and that's does, still it takes not the worst thing that a Red <laughs> Ranger has done in real fucking life. That's facts. Um, so what the comic did was it takes place and it kind of very clearly defines like this shit happened in Universe A, this one in B. But the real fucking golden idol of Power Ranger comics right now is the the Lord Draken uh, series is fucking awesome dude but it picks it up so where good. so it picks up after the quote-unquote zordon era which is it's the original it's a, lineup as it, we know it the, the it's uh, an original the Jason, universe kimmy yeah it's an original universe that takes place if tommy never turned babyface so this motherfucker goes around it's like an alt dimension of the mighty morphin era so tommy stayed bad he stayed bad but then was like guess what Sucker ass Rita, murked. I'm fucking in charge. He kills the Power Rangers, and he goes, you know what's dope? Having all this power. No, it'd be fucking cooler. Let me go to other universes 
including the TV universe. I'm gonna fuck those motherfuckers up too. So basically, oh, it's so it's good. Tommy is Kang. Yes. Nice. <laughs> pretty much. So pretty I, much. I'm gonna go ahead and and give our lovely, uh, lovely followers a slight, a couple of alternatives. So in in a similar vein, uh, we all know Fight Club. Yes, Fight Club came through this flick, and um, unless you're in China, in which case you got a totally different ending, in which <laughs> the fucking uh, the the machine wins. China's like, sorry, that's how we do it here. Um, but we know that <laughs> Fight Club had a very specific ending. We're like, shit, what am I gonna do with all this ass soap? Uh, it ended up being the comics that had to come through to finish. That trilogy, so we got Fight Club 2 and then 3. These are collected, uh, these are collected editions. And fucking insane. Um, plenty of comic book reading that continues that Fight Club story. The specific Fight Club story that you know from the flick. Not from the book, because the book is a very specific thing. But it is pretty, pretty direct one for one. So there is that option. But this is one I want to put out there as my time expires. As uh, my wish. So actually, let me. Yes. Oh, gosh. She has props. Oh, Son of a bitch. So. Oh, boy. It's one heavy. of one of my favorite comics, both for art and the story. Is Frank Miller's 300. Yes. So this book, which, again, is, is illustrated for anyone who is watching us and is opposed to listening to us. Uh, if you're listening to us, just check out the viewership version because these are like, these are huge pieces of art, page for page. And for anyone who's into that thing, there's a ton of hanging dong. Um, so <laughs> 300 dongs, the unofficial th That's really title. what it should have been called. Now, um, as much as I love this uh, version and the, the movie which was shockingly uh, um, shockingly close to the to this source material not history though so yeah. i realized that both of the comic and the Made movie are up. problematic in points for the depiction of persians specifically um, for certain uh, for certain uh, liberties that it took with historical uh, references but the, the truth of the matter is that the Battle of Thermopylae, wherein 300 Spartan soldiers at least halted the push of a huge Persian invading army, that much is certainly fucking true. So I love that story conceptually. I love the art and the depiction. Um, here, De Ellis is right. The, the Spartans did lose at Thermopylae. Um, and Xerxes did have his day in the sun. Both literally and figuratively. Um, as much as I love it, I also have the ability to acknowledge it's certainly not perfect. And it's not perfect at this point and that point. Again, both the comic and the uh, uh, the movie. Again, Snyder. See, it's not all hate for Snyder. I throw some love that poor bastard's way. But I will say this. Even though in the movie version, we got this little sneak peek of like, Ah, uh, but don't worry about it. So, like, when Ellis, uh, guys like Ellis mentioned, yeah, but they lost uh, all one-eyed McFly's. Like, yeah, but then we fucking got back together and we routed their asses. Grease for life. Um, 
everyone's like, yay! And then they threw out their popcorn, kicked over their sodas, and they headed out back to the parking lot. However, those knuckleheads were like, you know what? 300 did pretty good. Let's make 300 too. And good lord, was I so sad. Because that movie, I'm going to break one of my own rules. <laughs> that movie stunk on ice. I hated it. And it has Tim several people who I'm very much a fan of in terms of performers. They tried their level best to make it look like the Snyder 300, but it wasn't the Snyder 300 at all. That That's stunk. That is one of those easy ones, though, to fit back into our rules. Because what's a movie like the second 300 that you like? Fucking 300! Like the one that came before it! Good! Oh, yeah. You bad! Here's the thing. It, it was as <laughs> Son close of a, a bitch as it could possibly be. Ava we Green do love was Green. literally one of the very, very... Well, two. Ava Green was two of the only things I liked about that movie, and I'll leave it at that. But I will say this. If you say, John, we're going to give you one wish, two wishes. My first wish is that Charlie did not uh, create a pair of Power <laughs> Ranger Hawaiian shell boobs that would be wish one another reason to watch the video version of this show but wish two would have been that they took that heat that the 300 flick came out of the theaters with and when they came out with a natural sequel to that movie that instead of the crap that they dug up to give us that instead they adapted this comic three there's 300, which is Frank Miller. Lots of dogs. And then there's three, which is Gillen, Kelly, and Cowles. All right. Ishmael, what's up, brother? Um, Thank you for joining us, man. We, you missed a lot of heat, so we'll try to ramp it back up for you. So, <laughs> so three does, for the unspoken in 300, what the sequel certainly didn't do, what knuckleheads like us sitting around talking about didn't do. Three speaks for those cats that uh, were not referenced in 300. And I'm talking about, yeah, I'm talking about the Persian army, but I'm also talking about the slaves, which are really kind of like, we were just talking about, you know, when somebody thinks differently of another group, they think, well, I can do whatever the fuck I want to them because they're just this, that, or the other. They're a race that I don't particularly think much of, or they're just slaves, which back in uh, uh, antiquity, very often, if not always, were also people of different races. So three is the story of slaves who are like, you know what? Fuck this shit. The Spartans have their plate pretty busy right now. Let's take this opportunity to bounce. This comic adapted in that same 300 style would have been such a dope, sequel to fucking 300 because look history tells us what happened in that great war between greece and fucking persia of that era we already kind of know that we got the history channel it's part of basic cable bitch but stories like three it gives you the the story from a different perspective it takes that camera and swivels it back around the other direction this is some delicious storytelling and it does one of my favorite fucking things in the entire world. It shows the viewer 
just about the time that they've got their merch and like, yay, I'm Team Spartan. And then the fo a follow-up story is like, yeah, the Spartans were dope. Yeah, but you know what? They weren't all fucking perfect. Check out a couple of slaves who were like, nah, I'm not having it anymore, son. And they really fucking took it to the Spartans who were tasked with looking over them. They, they act slaves. Spartans who fucking held back a Persian army got done up by a couple of slaves in shackles. And these slaves were like, feet don't fail me now. And they started making, <laughs> making tracks across uh, all parts of Greece. They're being chased down. Dude, this fucking comic, if you haven't read three, check it out. And then as you're checking out, think two things. A, fuck, John is right. That's a smart, good-looking man who did not have too much wine today, Sergeant. But also as well as he knows what the fuck he's talking about with comics. Because this shit adapted would have been dope and a far better sequel to 300, which is what we deserved. Then done. Boat, boat 300. I love it the way I love our sponsors. This episode of U.S. Comics Cast is brought to you by two of my absolute faves, uh, because most of the time they are, because they love us and we love them right back. Our first sponsor today, of course, the absolute incredible Bad Mary. You can find them on all social media at Bad Mary Band. My favorite thing about uh, a band like Bad Mary is they're amazingly accessible. If you have any music streaming service, you can actually listen to their entire discography right now. You heard a big chunk of a song that opens our show. You're going to hear a whole song at the end, but you can listen to all of it at the gym, in the car, walking around. You can listen to their entire entire music library on every single music streaming service. You can support them financially if so inclined over on patreon.com forward slash badmary. And again, the best thing you can do is word of mouth. You tell uh, the world to follow Bad Mary Band on all social media. Damn straight. And uh, once you've established that, there's really only one question left to ask. And that is, where we dropping, son? Yeah, that's right. We dropping with Sergeant Finesse. You can find him gaming on both Twitch and Facebook. Multiple streams every day. Outstanding video game comment. Supporter games, co-streams, giveaways, contests. Do not be a sucker. Check them out today if in need of pick-me-up, though. Ooh, it's so simple. Go ahead and follow the White Rabbit over to sneakenergy.com. Mm -mm, use code SGT at checkout. So good. Did it look like I was really drinking something? Because this is empty as fuck. <laughs> However, if you're looking for some fresh new merch, like this dope-ass Bad Mary... Ooh, Space Girl t-shirt. I mean, not this one, because this one was exclusive, and I got it, and you don't. But there's some dope Sergeant Finesse shit over at... Where the hell is it? It is over at geeksunleashed.com. Use code Sarge at checkout there. Uh, when the Sarge is on deck, there's only one thing to do. You salute. GG, son. And Sarge was ripping it up today. That is no doubt. He had some GGs in the motherfucking hiyos. It's right there. He knows. He could tell you. I, I will figure out how much money is necessary to get him to play WWE 2K22. It's going to be a lot, dude. It's Because be here's the alternative, and I'm going to find him with this. You might have to put a new wing on his upcoming new bunker that's going to be in Florida, and you have to make it straight up alligator proof. 
dehumidify that shit. It's I feel like be, it, it might be, be worth it. Or I'm going to straight up just stream without any commentary, just a career mode for the Sarge. And if Sarge is going to trust me to carry his WWE career, that's a bad sign. It's just bad just, luck. Just slap some stripes on his shirt and just put, give him a big head on something. I mean, that's what I do pretty much daily. He loves it. It's delicious. <laughs> but, uh, Charlie, why don't you go do ahead and take just... us into your topic uh, don't have to make fun of the stuff falling off of my desk. That is a real, real cheap gimmick. Uh, but go ahead, take us into your topic because yeah, bro. I am fucking tired already. Cheap gimmicks is my thing. <laughs> uh, I feel like the one thing I'm surprised by is I haven't seen Sarge play fucking Halo. How's that for a transition? Because, John, have you seen the trailer for... Oh, uh, fuck, I may have to get Paramount+. Plus. I'm sorry, it's actually called Halo? Um, have you seen the trailer for this? I did it's indeed. It's happening again, John. Every so often, a trailer releases, and people make me think that it's possible to make a good movie based on a video game. But that trailer was dope, and I don't give a fuck about Halo. I don't give a rat's dongle about <laughs> Halo. There's definitely a couple of rats sitting in a lab someplace who are, like, playing <laughs> yeah. their asses off right now. It's guaranteed it's, like, an Atari controller, though, because they have Halo, little mouse hands. who also features Spartans all over the damn place, but, like, granted, a, a different type of Spartan. Space fucking Spartans. Yeah, exactly uh, right. But, no, but I saw this trailer, and I got... The, the thing that came to mind in a weird way was Mandalorian, because... Now what? there's finally... Well, they've been trying to make a Halo movie for, like, two months after the first Halo game came out. Like, they've been trying to do this project. Considering At one point, how many dope Halo cosplays have been out there, they had to be like, we can actually do this pretty, pretty fucking well. Yeah. Well, they went as far as one... Uh, I, I believe it was a movie production. Went as far as they built sets before one of the many strikes. Like, they had... Us like Spartan gear ready to go, and that shit just rotted. What's awesome about this trailer was it felt a little bit like it cut the middle, because what to go back a second, what I was saying about the reason it reminded me of Mandalorian is we now have proof of concept. We don't ever need to see this cat's face, like he's in Master full Sergeant? coverage, Master Chief. Master Chief, rather. Um, and Bitch, don't correct me like that, dude. You just sorry. like a full tweet jacket. You're like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you uh, mean Master Chief and Mr. Rivera. Maybe you, you do your homework, fucking guy. You know this property I know nothing about, fucking and I guy. played the three hours total. Like, you you name drop the Sarge real quick, and uh, I do gotta tell you, Sarge has never fucking played this game, and he never will oh, because I, I... it is Xbox exclusive. So oh. Sarge will never fucking play this now. But who knows what the granted. future holds? MLB the Show is on Xbox. That's weird because it's a PlayStation game. Yeah. One day they're never gonna do it. Why the fuck would they let? That's like Super Mario Brother, the fucking Xbox game. <laughs> um, but with Master Chief, they now have this. Uh, th there's a very easy and clear example of like if you build the world well enough around Master Chief, if you have characters that that can be iconic and expressive, like you're good to go. Although people can never be happy. I've read a bunch of shit. I happen to think it's drawing a nice line between 
the real world and the future world that Halo takes place in. Because you you chose not to just make a cartoon. You chose not to just make a CG movie. Those already exist, I believe. Some CG films. Red versus blue, baby. That's all you need to Red know. Red versus blue. That's another real proof of... I'm like, the fact that that didn't happen, but I digress. Um, it, it, was, it was interesting enough to hook me. To the point where I went to the Twitter machine and I just wanted to see what people's reactions were. And they're really mad at that blue bitch. Cortana, they are not pleased with. I don't totally get it, but I guess I'm not supposed to. Um, you know, when they make you wait all year for Thanksgiving, and if the turkey isn't exactly right, or like in your case, like, bitch, is that not stovetop? I'm not interested. Charlie waits 364 days a year to get to one day of stovetop, if that shit is not moist and ready and percolating, that is an angry fucking puppy. And honestly, I think that has a lot to do with it. So much so that the best reactions have been reactions like yours, where you're like, if I never get a Halo anything, I'm totally okay with that. Oh, look at this shit. That looks pretty dope. Yeah, I don't know that I'll ever see it because, like, another subscription service is asking a lot of me. It's like a dollar, though. It's, it's like, obs- obscenely cheap. No, is, it a, is it that inexpensive? Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I'll, and I'm not I'll sure spend a dollar like, for Halo. If it's cheap in, like, that, like, the first the first hit of crack is like, ah, it's free, baby. Let me just let me know how you like it. And then I was like, oh, cool, I'm addicted. Uh, here is the least of my well, fucking Well, uh, I was going to say, I if own. they're, I am an Xbox guy. So if they're smart, they'll be like first episode. We just doubt. Like, what was that terrible you're, fucking you're album? An thing, bro. You're you're a fucking you're a true video game whore. Don't don't lie. I mean, yeah, you for gotta, one gotta, game, I'm like the worst gamer ever. But sincerely, uh, as if long they as there's won't, no breaks involved, Charles like, yeah, I'll fucking play it. Why not? Yeah, what, 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 um, breaks. They're, what what are them for? Uh, it's not real life. I barely use breaks in real life. I just slide into shit. Um. But it did have me, it had me like go through the Rolodex. I couldn't think of like a time I sat down in recent history and was satiated by a video game adaptation. I had to go all the way back to the first Mortal Kombat movie, which is like arguably just good trash. Now, like Ellis in the comments, it's just a soundtrack. I enjoy Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Um, I enjoy the Super Mario Brothers movie the way that you enjoy bad movies. It's like I don't watch John Leguizamo doing work, and I'm like, man, they they nailed this shit. That came out the same year as Jurassic Park. Super Mario Brothers is fucking terrible. Uh, But it's enjoyable terrible. Do you even have a movie to look back and, like, you're like, this sucked, but I enjoyed myself? Or are you, like, a full stop? I was so excited for uh prince of persia terrible i was so excited for the new mortal Kombat. terrible prince of persia like video game fan i loved the first uh, sands of time was my jam you're like i can pause and reverse time that's all i've ever wanted in life dude it was the ultimate like i fucked up i fucked up that game took me 40 billion hours you would you would use up all your sand just hitting on bitches you're like Hey, did you check out uh, the turtles this weekend? Oh no, that was terrible. <laughs> hey, did you check out uh, the real world this weekend? Oh, that dude, was I love cool. the idea of it being like an assault shaker. Be like, hey, nice legs, fucking idiot. Just throw it off my shoulder. Um, but sincerely, was is there one that scored for you? 
perhaps Madden the movie? Rest in peace, John. Uh, we're in that same point. What the hell are you asking me? Is there a video game movie that I did like or one that yeah. surprised me? Because you asked me both things at the same time. <laughs> it's surprising if you liked one. Uh, no, was there? has there been a video game movie or yeah. video game TV show, I guess, that you've enjoyed? Or well, have they all been like fucking I, swings I, and You know, misses? it's funny because Halo, obviously, we know is a series... I don't know necessarily that there have been very many video game adaptations into series. Um, and you already mentioned Mortal Kombat, obviously the original Mortal Kombat. Uh, well, I forget what, what one of their follow-ups was. Mortal Kombat Annihilation maybe was the one yeah. with the fucking uh, uh, centaurs and shit like that, which is universally referred to as like the worst <laughs> thing to ever happen to cinema ever. Um, it's a special brand of bad. The, but, but the yeah, one, yes, yes to both those questions. I guess would be my answer. Yes. Which one? Which which one? Right now is the top of your charts. This uh, is proof of concept that a that a video game adaptation is possible. Okay, so so my answer has a, a little bit of a little bit of a, a caveat to it. Love Warcraft caveats. the movie is not so much an adaptation of any one specific video game as it is an adaptation of the, the video game uh, mythos that has been created. So, Because there was Warcraft, then there was World of Warcraft. World of WoW is what captured me, and I played it for years. Actually, Sergeant Finesse brought me, brought me into that world. Um, and I love the universe that he kind of created. I'm a big... You know, a fantasy fan, certainly D&D type stuff, but without all of the agonizing intricacy of D&D uh, that it has kind of become now 7th, 8th, 9th uh, Googleplex fucking editions that you have to memorize everything. Um, so I liked WoW because it, it gave me the opportunity. I'm like, okay, what are the rules? What's the setup? Okay, let's run with it. So uh, the movie Warcraft was kind of... Uh, an adaptation of all of it at the same time, but it was interesting that they did it. There was zero wink to the camera, if you get what I'm saying. Like they took that shit like it was fucking Shakespeare, and they threw a ton of money. I forget the director's name, but they had a Don 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 something or another. I forget. Um, but um, what was I saying? Oh, but they took it dead seriously. They had half the fucking cast of Preacher was in it. Ruth Nagy yeah. is one of the best actors that we have running right now. Um, it was just fucking done dope. Yeah. And uh, in particular, as an alliance, for the alliance member like myself, to actually have a flick like this be centered really on the fucking wannabe Hulk population, the orcs and, and shit like that. I'm like, oh, look at this. I guess the fucking horde... Has a couple of good times, too. I'm still going to kill one anytime I come across one of these horde motherfuckers uh, in the streets. But I could appreciate how even amongst themselves, there was some beef. And they, you know, uh, Wrath of the Lich King was really, really when I was uh, super, super uh, into it. But, you know, there were, they, you know, the gate was something that was happening at the same time in the WoW world. So I really, I, I was in the movie theaters... That fucking, uh, that meme, like, pointing at the screen, like, oh, I remember. Like, they really fucking got me good. They put all, a lot of money into it, and for whatever reason, it just fucking didn't hit. 
Yeah. Uh, it was clearly intended to be serial, uh, but it ended up only being that one version. But I really dug the shit out of the movie. I, re- I recommend anyone to watch that movie. It's a, it's a good time. I still really haven't seen Warcraft. And you've told me on many occasions, like, you'll like Warcraft. I'll do it, I promise. It's a fun flick. Again, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not going to fucking win any awards. But, like, on a Saturday morning, you're scratching your bag. You're like, eh, I got nothing else to do. Yeah, if a little it's Warcraft. On, watch it. It's a, it's a good fantasy fucking flick. It really is, man. Just because Ellis brought it up in the chat, and I, I meant to... Uh, mention it Book, as well yeah. the witcher is is i consider the witcher games based on the books so like the, you can't really base a movie on the game because it's so the book the game, made the game into is, yeah you would need like game mechanics you would need the movie to be like chapter one you try to bang this broad chapter two you try to bang this fella chapter three you try to bang that broad and that fella get naked Um, in the tub but be careful there's candles they'll burn you i recently a a few weeks ago when it first came on to video on demand uh, i wasn't feeling well so i popped in uh, i rented the new resident evil movie which i remember being like very big on defending because everyone was like that looks like shit yeah. And I saw it, and it was so much worse Ugh. than I thought it could it be. It is very unenjoyable. It is. It is. It is anti-good. <laughs> it is. I, I and and I'll, I, I struggle because like people clearly tried, and like there were some actors in there I enjoyed. What are you? What are you? A fucking a mom at a kindergarten fucking uh, reciting like. Oh, they tried so hard. John, if this yeah. was done, if that film was put they together tried. by a bunch of kindergarten children, I would have smacked those kids in the face. That movie sucked bad, uh, but stunk on I happen to be desperate. That shit and I made think Max Payne look like fucking Shakespeare. It fucking really did. Um, and, and Max Payne thought he found a Transformer. Um, I sincerely, though, think Resident Evil is so primed for like a series or a great movie and they just fucking keep feeling the need to super heavily deviate like, so the you know real question resident evil dinosaurs bro dude what? it literally it's like they this last movie they were like what if we take the first two games and do all the worst shit from them be like why why is it just puzzles dude they felt the need to work in a puzzle mechanic into that new movie they and i almost like, punched my television they're like the anti silent hill <laughs> silent hill's like oh shit all the shit you love from the from the game that's going to be uh, on the screen for you you're like that's not enough i did yeah. that was all great i just i just need more um if we could have more lear leary then yes the more mustache the better but like this little this fucking little bit is not Enough to justify a flick. I will say this. To answer the question that I thought you were asking. No, I'm going to ask it. I'm going to ask it. Is there... Is there a game... Bro, you just want me to do fucking point A, point B. There's no romance with you anymore. There's no romance with you anymore. Charlie is all foreplay. He's like, ooh, take this, subject nipples. (laughs) Why do you think I brought a... Do you have a game... That you're one desperate to see brought into real life, and B think would be wildly successful. 
That was the no. question I prepped John for. Nope, not 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 at all, not at all. Um, no, because look, th this is how I want to answer that question. You're sitting in bed. You're scratching your bag. You're like, what's that smell? That can't be normal. Then you remember like you had some like really funky looking cheese from the farmer's market. You're like, that just, that must be the answer. And then your dog looks up and he's like, that's not the answer, bro. But in, in those, uh, in those ponderings late night, you're like, hmm, here's a great idea that I've had and only me. Uh, and, and the idea is the idea, right? So, depending on how it would play out best for your prospective audience, is where the uh, where the the justification of this is a great video game story, this is a great uh, series, this is this would be a make a make a wonderful novel, this would be a great fucking rap song, like whatever the case might be, the content itself, the subject matter itself. I think dictates what it should be. So anytime that you adapt it into something else, you're getting, for all intents and purposes, a lesser version. My question to you would be like, name a fucking uh, a video game anything where its adaptation was better than the source material. And Ellis actually fucking brought it up, uh, or brought up like a contender with The Witcher. But... Um, having played a little Witcher now somewhat recently, I'm like, it's it's best as a game. The show is great. The show is just fine. I'm really enjoying the show. Um, but like to compare the two, the fucking uh, um, you know the the fucking uh, uh, what call it? The series is uh, uh, clearly like you know, it's like a shadow version of it. Is I, it still uh, best as a book? Or are you like a full convert now? Where you're no, like, no, the, the no, video the video game, game is the best. The video game because the book is like, the book is like, okay, because you you're forced to compare and contrast. So if you compare the the Witcher books compared to other fantasy books out there, that there there is not a comparison. Now you compare the fucking fantasy video games compared to the other fantasy video games out there. Just play five minutes of the fucking Sword of Conan, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Like, mm, okay. Um, I would love to see an adaptation of specifically the fucking Roman, um, what's it called, Assassin's Creed. Because that oh. fucking game is gorgeous. I would have thrown out there the Viking uh, Assassin's Creed situation, but the Viking market is somewhat saturated at this point. Um, but I have a game changer, <laughs> no pun intended for you, to that you you can certainly run with to wrap up your segment. But yeah, I'll throw it right back to you. What's out there that you're desperately waiting for? You know, it's 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 the unexpected takes me by surprise. Like like Ellis mentioned the, the Sonic movie that a lot of people. Lights, you mentioned Silent Hill. I, I think a lot of the big well, like, ones... There's there's Detective Pikachu. There's fucking the Sonic thing. But yeah. Like, those are like very tiny. There's like a certain amount of like shame. Well, yeah. Like the, I always. Mean, those, are, those are like quarter cabinet level video game stories, right? Like that, like you can play that shit for laughs. When, when they adapt it into shows or movies, at that point, it's really not tongue in cheek. Like the fucking Adam Sandler, you know, uh, 
I forget what that, that game was called, but it was like oh yeah, it was just a generic game, the fun. Mm-hmm. Uh you know what? I I I don't know why I've always been excited. I don't know if it's because maybe I've been. Sometimes I have a little bit of a hard time with fantasy stuff, which are notwithstanding. Like sometimes it's hard to get me into that world. I always found the Zelda games like very interesting looking. And those stories seem interesting, and I have fucking no desire to play those games. I would love a Zelda series. Uh, you know, fucking Link just doing Link shit. I don't even care which one. I just think that lends itself to be... It's a fucking elf with a bunch of weapons doing cool shit, and there's a princess involved. I mean, the, like, the, sign the, me up. The, the backstory for all the Zeldas, like, there's been 72 fucking Zeldas. How many times can this fucking princess get caught up, like... Bitch, you know, learn, learn how to use a sword. Stop stop, stop hitting me up. Um, God knows that the... Uh, <laughs> you just um, get a scroll, another fucking scroll like, no, from no, Zelda. I'm, like this, bitch. I'm not home, bird. Don't get out of here. Um, the fucking... Uh, uh, whatchamacallit? Uh, there's like 17... There's a 17 of them. None of them seem fucking related. And they're like... They're, fly, they're like anime style... Video game avatars. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy might be the most convoluted, uh, uh, impossible to follow. Fucking totally different universe from uh, from installment to installment. I don't know how any of that could ever be adapted into anything else. Now there are certain people out there like like Mike from Bad Mary. He could tell you the middle names and the birth dates and the food allergies of, like, characters from fucking 2 as opposed to 17 installment. Like, there are those people out there who know that shit fucking cold, without question. Um, I'm just not one of them. So stuff like that would be amazing to be adapted. But I will say this. The singular video game property that has caught me most off guard and i'm like smacked in the face sat down like i'm going to sit here and enjoy every goddamn second you will i have the microphone and you will listen to every word i have to say type of game situation flick wreck it ralph for the win baby wreck it ralph I would argue is the single best well video game adaptation that there is and some might say oh well that wasn't real excuse me fix it Felix absolutely a hundred percent is a real game you can actually go online right now and play that shit for free you can play it for free uh, I love that shit that what a what a great fun fucking movie that that was man i i love that shit there's something about like the concept of video games that works better as a movie device than a video game well the characters they're they're you know but uh, it's like a lot like comics though out fucking co- characters of all time it's a lot like comics like there's i'm just gonna go see it like i would see the final fantasy movie i saw the fucking first final fantasy movie where it was cgi nonsense make sure that you bring somebody like mike if not mike himself to literally translate for you, and it's in English. You're like, why does this guy have very, very long hair? And then two seconds later, he's got like a, a, a mohawk. And why is the sword bigger than him? Why does he have wings? Why is he so angry? Like, there's more. Final Fantasy has more questions than answers. 
Never in my life have I love hated a concept more than gun swords. Like it's a sword and a gun. I'm like, that's the dumbest awesome shit ever. Didn't they make uh didn't they make like an animated version movie of Devil May Cry? Yes. That that's a somewhat interesting concept. And I know that series wise they have um Castlevania. Castlevania's kind of like it's it's still going, but like even then I'm like, eh. And we're getting The Last of Us, eh. but I could give a fuck about The Last of Us. The, the game was us, so great. I'm like, I'm, I'm that's like a Red Dead out. Redemption movie. I'm like, ah, can you do better? I don't know if you can. I, I had 100 know, hours. That, that that story would be pretty dope. And also, don't forget, we're looking at that through like the prism of selfishness. You're like, I played the fucking game. I, I know what happens. <laughs> fuck everybody else. If they Dude, not everybody else has. So potentially... More people will see a movie or series than will have sat for a video game. So, tough it out, bro. It's Red, Red Dead you. Redemption 2. When that guy coughs in that other guy's mouth. Be like, oh, I know what's going to happen. Ooh, and it ain't fucking good. That's some tuberculosis. <laughs> My dear brother, we truly ran the full spectrum on oh, this yeah. week's episode of U.S. Man. Comics Cast. And we're turning to you, 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 you yellow-bellied tomatoes or something wild westy i need you guys to oh, hit like drop a comment so hit that prepared. share button tell a friend help spread the good word if you watch the video version make sure you listen to the audio version if you listen to the audio version make sure you watch the video version because i just want the views you piece of garbage also if you really want to support u.s comics cast there's only one thing that's that you can do and that's you go into your boss's office and you go hey give me more money i want to send charlie and john some and you smack those monkeys around my dear brother there's only one way that we end this and every episode of U.S. Comics Cast. I need you to tell the lovely people how it is we do the things we do. It's so damn simple. First, you got to turn the power on. Then you got to turn the volume. Whoop, and then you got to tune Bad Mary and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Save me, space girl. We out. <laughs>